What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of V2 Sports. As y'all know, today is Marvelous Monday, and we've got none other than On the Court Week 4 recap. It was a busy week throughout the SEC, a lot of upsets, a lot of teams performing, you know, not as well as they should have been. So without further ado, let's go ahead and hand it off to Jackson to take it away. Yeah, uh, Vanderbilt dominated South Carolina uh, from the start. That was the first Tuesday game. Uh, for the first three Tuesday game, I don't know why we went into the Tuesday slate when we didn't do it all year until this week. So Vanderbilt at South Carolina, Vanderbilt dominated from start to finish. I, uh, a lot of you guys picked South Carolina to upset, and I have no idea why. They had a horrible first half but ended the second half off great. Vanderbilt's on been on a real hot streak. They've been great lately. Liam Robbins has been massive, insane lately. And, uh, yeah, I don't even know how Liam Robbins can do it. He is good, though. I'll, I'll give it to you. He's an underrated forward. But what interested me about this game was there, there are a few points. One, uh, Josh Gray's truly unlocked his inner Clint Capella going for 12 rebounds and only two points. So good he's job. been ma- Hey, he's been massive for the Gamecocks defensively lately. They've been really yeah, good with him. Again, Inner Capella, but yeah, I really like the is- breakout of uh, Daniel Hank and Sanford, the freshman. Gigi Jackson didn't play well, but Hank and Sanford played really good for his minutes as a uh, freshman. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! I know we're doing takes right now. Jackson and Luke, cut your cameras on right now. <laughs> Give me a second. Here, here's I need to explain one thing. Uh-oh. Like basically. The reason that I think that, like, I mean, this is pretty fair. The reason that Vanderbilt won this game is pretty simple, and it's boards. When you're out rebounding a team forty-eight to thirty-four, you're gonna win. It, because originally, I when I looked at the stat sheet before we recorded, I saw that they shot ten for thirty-seven from three. Vanderbilt did, and I was like, "How do you still win that game?" Then I just looked to the right of that, and I realized, "Oh, well, there you go. You accumulated nearly fifty boards." Any team who can consistently get dominate the glass and be able to get secondary shots will win games. Vanderbilt did just that. I mean, they didn't shoot the best other than um, Robbins, but they they were getting secondary shots. Those second chances completely determine whether you'll win or lose games, and this is just a good example. Yeah, they also play in South Carolina. Yeah, I mean, that's not really... It's not like playing LSU. Uh, I mean, it is. I mean, they had the battle of the mid on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I said Vanderbilt would win. Unlike two people in this right now, I don't know why you guys picked South Carolina. Okay. okay. If we're going to talk about that, then uh, let's move on to the next game where I predicted the upset. Uh, You guys said Missouri was going to win. How the hell is this an upset? Yeah. Because y'all all said that Missouri was. We win. all picked Missouri. I did. I'm the yeah. only person who had faith in the real Tigers. When Kobe I, Brown can't click, that like Missouri's offense so is literally. You want to know the story? I told is. you from the get go that the reason Auburn was going to win is because Missouri cannot defend in the paint. And guess who had a star performance? Broom. Broom. Broom went crazy. Flanagan for twenty and ten. You ate Flanagan, and Flanagan went wild. And Flanagan, yeah, he also shot well. I told you the guards were getting. And better. Katie Johnson, Katie Johnson, come off off the bench, playing his best performance I'm, all of the trust season. Trust me, I may have done terrible this week. This was one of my few um, 
good picks and I just I want my flowers. The jungle was impossible for the Tigers, and I'm talking about the Missouri Tigers because they weren't affiliated here with that, that terrain. Deserves their flowers. It's me coming up on the next day slate. That's not even wrong. But just to explain the quick summary of this game. So first, Wendell, you went back to your true self, so congratulations. You're officially uh your your bad point a bad point guard again. However, Auburn went back to what they do best, which is playing in the paint. I think that Broom played extremely well. I also like that Katie Johnson decided I'm gonna take some decent shots this game and actually hit him. Especially from three, four for six. That's a rarity. But Flanagan also played well because he finally shot good. He actually shot good. Six for seven it isn't a lot, but still, it's good shooting. And overall, Auburn shot well. They shot 50% from three and 48% from the field. Well, and if we're that's, going, that's going to get nipped. If we're going off the same thing that you said for the last game, for the Vandy-South uh, Carolina game. Yeah. It's, it's another case of rebounding. Yep, 48 Mizzou to 26. Exactly. Mizzou can't win when they only get 26 rebounds at like the whole game. It's a great point. Yeah. I mean, again, another team going for nearly 50 rebounds. That it, Rebounding wins you games. Like, I know that you don't like to listen to the old heads, and for the most part, I agree with you guys. Like, fans who are listening, it's fair to not, you know, pay attention to people who are unfamiliar with the new gen game of basketball but there are still some rules that apply and one of them is if you get rebounds you win games and this is just another example yeah completely agree and uh any other thoughts on this game before we get into the game of the day the game of the day. yeah i think a what was yeah. that I, I, it was the game this of the was day. better than the other two. It was the game of the it day. Was definitely the, it was game the closest of the day. one. No, no, did none of y'all just hear that? It sounded like somebody died in the microphone. No, they said "Go Tigers." Oh yeah, I, I went "Go Tigers." You scared the hell out of me, dude. Shit. <laughs> yeah, KJ Williams has been a like nightmare for LSU. He's been he's been like crazy good for them. He's been like. Uh, it, he's been their best player. They have nobody else but him. He's he's the only guy they got. And their bench absolutely sucks besides, uh, like, a couple here and there. And then Georgia, I don't know what happened. You barely win against a garbage LSU team. And I'm kind of shocked how you barely won this game. Because Georgia and is ass. They are inconsistent. I, like I wish that. Will was here. I wish Mike Will White was moment. Here. <laughs> <laughs> the, the interesting thing about this one was, even though – LSU dominated glass 37 rebounds compared to Georgia's 28, which isn't an extreme margin difference, but it's still something. They shot terrible. I mean, yeah. you shot 7 for 23 from 3. You shot under 40% from the field. It, you don't win when you shoot bad. Simple as that. Not only that, only one of your starters even reached double digits. I feel like in today's SEC, you'll see you need to have at least two to three starters who can consistently get you double digit points. And when nearly your whole lineup isn't doing that and providing you that scoring that the team needs to win games, you're not going to win. I mean, we yeah, weren't expecting well, LSU to win this. I believe all of us picked LSU, but I mean, I'm Georgia. I apologize. But. Regardless, I mean, it. You have to score. I mean, this is the most basic way I can put it. Scoring <laughs> wins score, games, brother. 
if, if you put up play basketball, points, if you play, <laughs> if you put up more points than the other team does, you win games. It's quite interesting. Like it's it's a phenomenon that I don't think enough SEC teams have figured out yet. They will, they will. It just it'll take some time. What scoring? If there's any team in the SEC that needs to learn how to score, it's not LSU. It's not Georgia. It's not South what, Carolina. The balls? No. I'm telling you this right now. A team that needs to learn it's how to score is Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Uh, oh, that's a Ole good point. Miss. They nice can't finish. Jason. Ole Miss has a decent defense, but they cannot finish to <laughs> save their life. Dude, they gave up um 80 points. I know. I'm saying like their defense. Half- is like, their defense the keeps them in the most games because their offense is pathetic. First thing is, though, before we even talk about Ole Miss, again, tragic performance, I just want to send my um, my sincere you know, prayers and thoughts towards the Castleton family as well as all of the Florida fan base because I know you just realized you've officially lost all hope at doing literally anything productive this season. I'm sorry. It happens. Injuries are terrible, but they are a part of this game. I am interested to see how you handle it. But for Castleton, I'll be real. Over these last couple weeks, you've truly impressed me. You have put up some numbers that I never expected you to put up all season. And yet you continue to provide Florida with something that they essentially have never had. Hope. You gave them some spirit in every single matchup whether they're playing a top-ranked Tennessee team. Or South Carolina. Or South Carolina, sure. You, you always gave them a bit of spirit to pick up the remote, change it to the SEC network, and sit back and relax and watch the team win or lose. So, Specifically by eight to Vanderbilt. But, yeah. <laughs> but I guess we're not going to really... Ha- we don't really have the card we can play anymore of Castleton being bad, so we're going to actually have yeah, to put in did. some effort and to look at the rest of the players. This game Saturday, oh, he had no minutes, he had no rebounds. I guess the coaching staff has just finally realized he's not good. I will admit, he had 22 points, and yet he only had three points, four assists, three rebounds. He had 22 which, like, points and three points? I'm confused. You no, just... I said three points for... Oh, wait, never mind. I said 22 minutes. Ah, okay. Yeah, 22 minutes, but only three points. So I'm saying, uh, even though you did get injured, you can't 100% blame the injury on the stats that were given first. But at the end of the day, you won, so... Hey, can we save my game to the end of this day slate? What? Yeah, I know what game you're talking about. That's fine. Thank you. But... We'll we'll look at the positives though, because I don't want to I don't want to bash a team who shot twenty five percent from three down. So I'm not really going to talk about you, Ole Miss. Oh yeah, main thing are. I'll bring You're up getting bashed uh, for shooting twenty five percent from three. You're in college. Oh. You received a scholarship to play D one SEC basketball. They have no one but Mural and Breakfield. Does it mean shit? Shoot. If really you go zero. 0 for 9, it's the same as going... It's worse than going 0 for 30, because going 0 for 9 only means you stopped. I will Keep admit, Ty, that thing Ty, fly. Ty used to be good off the bench, and this was not a good game for him. 0 for 5. But uh, Florida, on the other hand, you shot nearly 60% from 3. That was really impressive. Uh, I, even though you got out-rebounded, you decided, finally, I'm going to shoot decent. 
Yeah. Yeah, uh, Yeah, let's get into Kentucky and Mississippi State. Kentucky switched places with Mississippi State and ended Mississippi State's hot streak. I thought I thought Mississippi State would have won this. I, don't know. I know Kentucky's so like weird this season. They feel like weirder than usual. They they're like ranked out or they're they're going to be, and I have no idea why. But they've just been decent lately. They, sometimes you see the flashes of top twenty five, then you watch them versus Georgia and South Carolina. But that's how that's how SEC ball works. Uh. Well, I mean, going going into this game, it I told y'all, I said the script writers are not going to let Kentucky lose this game because they've got a big matchup coming up on Saturday. Did I expect it to be this close? No, no way at all, like no way in hell. Oscar with 18 points and 11 rebounds, he put the Kentucky team on his back, and it was shown. Because if he did not have that performance, Mississippi State would have walked away with this game. Like, hands-free, no questions asked. They would have stole it like it was a PS5 on Black Friday. It, it, it was crazy because, hell, you have Mississippi State over here with Tolu Smith. He was he shot for 22 points while going 8-9, like, for shooting. <laughs> he carried. Like, he was literally putting his all onto the court to beat Kentucky. And it's not the same Kentucky from years past where, you know, it's the Blue Bloods. A win over Kentucky means you're you're on the up and up. No, this is mid-Kentucky. This is Kentucky that two months ago were hoping that their coach Calipari would get fired. Like, they were like, I hope some other... T- who was it? They wanted Texas to come get him? Is that... Who- <laughs> yeah. And... So th- this minor win over Mississippi State, as much as Mississippi State fans can sit here and be pissed about it, you now have the same record as Kentucky. I know that sounds bad, but if you're like a casual and you hear that, you're like, oh, that's, that's actually pretty nice. But <clears throat> you lost to Kentucky with, quite frankly, one of my favorite prospects, Oscar. I don't know how to pronounce his name. We're going to call him Big O. Just putting it Sheevway. <laughs> Sheevway. She boy, yeah, he she put boy, it on his back. Like you, you tried everything you could, Mississippi State. You really did, and I'm not mad at you for that. Everybody had an outstanding performance. The three point percentage was the same. You shot better, like from the field. You shot fifty percent, while Kentucky shot forty five. Kentucky led the turnover battle with twelve. The only problem is, like we've said in every game so far, it's the rebounds. Kentucky had sixteen more rebounds than Mississippi State. I wonder why. Oh, wait a minute. Look who has 11 rebounds. Big O. What in the hell? You can't be mad at that. Like, I'm not going to sit here and clown Mississippi State because this was a good game to watch. It was a good game to enjoy. And if I was a Mississippi State fan, student, or a prospect, and I just watched this team go toe-to-toe with, quite frankly, one of Big O's best showings this season, I wouldn't. I, I would actually give Mississippi State, like, another chance. They're not awful. They they've been on a great streak. They still have been on a great streak, and they they have the potential. They have the potential to do very good in the tournament and in way more other like settings. They they aren't as bad as their record shows. Like like their record shows they're six and eight in conference play. They're right behind Georgia, but they're way better than that. They are way better than that. But uh, let's let's get in. Do you guys want to get into another game, or do you want to let's, still talk let's about... Ahead, let's go ahead and go into Arkansas and Texas A&M. God. Yeah. Dude, I don't even know. 
I, I should I just say uh A and M are them uh fifty fifty percent from three. Uh, you did great uh free throw wise, I'm pretty sure. Uh I mean uh Will Taylor I, I said uh yeah, Wade Taylor. I said Will. I said, I just said Will Taylor. I meant Wade. My bad. Wade Taylor did amazing. Nah, I had a football brain for a second. Wade Taylor, yeah, he did massive. Uh, Coleman didn't play as good as he usually does, but that didn't stop A&M. Uh, they went wild. They went wild. They dominated Arkansas from the beginning, and they they really did good and deserved this win. Uh, you know how in football you tell people all the time when your favorite team loses, you're like, the scoreboard makes it look, you know, a hell of a lot worse than it was. They kept up with them. No, the scoreboard for this game makes it look like Arkansas actually had a chance. All right. The only thing yeah. Arkansas competed in was rebounds, and that's because they had three less rebounds than Texas A&M. Texas well, the second the second half wise, yeah, they didn't compete at all. But the first half, they it's they like were they winning. Had a halftime flop. I, I don't know what happened at half, but like that changed the game completely. I don't like even know, if man. If you're thinking about it, you go into halftime with what? Let, let me let me check this again. With a nine-point lead, okay? You're like, all right, coach is probably sitting there like, it's Texas A&M. They're, they're pretty good. Like, they're right above mediocre. All we have to do is just, like, don't let our foot off the gas. And then the game gets closer, and Texas A&M just goes insane. And it... it the game was actually enjoyable to watch, but the score, like the literal final score, makes it seem a hell of a lot closer than the second half, like, showed. Because it was not a back and forth battle. As much as it looked like it, it wasn't. Texas AM literally took control of the game and ran with it. Arkansas couldn't stop them after the hot start that they had in the second half, man. That was just massive. That. that that was massive what they did. Now let's get into Alabama hold at on, Tennessee. Hold on. Listen, I told you. Yeah. All right. Two things. One, <laughs> give me my flowers. And two, um, sorry, boys. Wow. What? I, I am not bipolar. bipolar. Wrong one. Give me that much I told you people all week. I told y'all that it was going to be nothing more than eight or nine points. They are not going to let Tennessee go into a game versus Kentucky with a loss. And I told everybody, Tennessee fans are only the most hostile they can be against Alabama. No other team at all. Literally. That, that's all they, like, football, they're, they're crazy. Basketball, they got even crazier because if you've been keeping up with Twitter or anything, you've seen Tennessee players, Tennessee fans, people on the Tennessee coaching staff going ape shit because nobody's making any noise in the stadium. Or not the stadium, in TBA as they call it, or Thompson Bowl, whatever. Well, they're getting mad, and then here comes Alabama into town, and they're like, you know what, we're going to do a gimmick. We're going to checker TBA. They checker TBA, they let Alabama come in, and Tennessee, as god-awful as they have been all season, decided, you know what, we're only going to make one game count this year, and it's going to be this one. All right. Uh, oh, my God. Hiatus. I don't care if Kentucky holds us, but we're going to hold Alabama. I don't yeah. give a damn if Kentucky sweeps our ass. We're going to beat Bama. 
Apologies for the hiatus, gentlemen. I was having to give my condolences to Brandon Miller and his family because they just got absolutely beat down by the Tennessee program that we've made fun of over the last couple weeks. But, yeah, sorry. Uh, here's my two cents. I Again, sorry for the, um, the random uh, uh, leave, I guess. But point is, this game kind of showed what has been shown all season for whenever Alabama loses, and it's if you shoot bad, you lose. Because they their problem is they don't understand when they need to just commit to shooting what they're good at. But unfortunately, they always decide we're going to continue shooting threes regardless, because I guess their motto is still to this day, the if you're a shooter, keep shooting. They'll eventually fall. Well, well, Unfortunately, that's not the case. Well, as interesting well, as that is. Uh, well, so, listen Bama, to this amazing uh, Javon Quinterly stat line. Oh, sorry, Tennessee lost to another one. Sorry. 17 um, minutes. I'm ready. Keep it up. But hold on. turnovers. Hold on, hold on. Keep, keep going, Pierce. Let me hear it. So, Javon Quinterly, uh-huh. 17 minutes. Yeah. Six turnovers. Yeah. 20% shooting. Yeah. Three rebounds, yeah, and three assists as a point guard, and three points. That's just some amazing basketball right there. You just decided to ball. Dude was playing my I, career. I also, hold up, hold up, hold up. That hold one up. three pointer is carrying his entire stat line. Hold up, hold up. <laughs> I wanted, I wanted to say, so Jaden Bradley had twenty seven minutes, went two from six from the field, but had fourteen points. He made all his points on the free throw line. Yeah, dude. Watching well, Joel this, well done. Watching this game, <laughs> it was nothing more than like, dep- like. Of course, I'm happy that I got my pick right. And if if y'all could have heard the amount of shit that was spoken in our group chats when the game was over, I uh, literally hopped yeah. in there. Tennessee, what happened? And also, if you want to see why they, there's one stat to see why Alabama lost this game. You know how many turnovers they had? Nineteen. Nineteen, 19 turnovers. Exactly. When you have 19 turnovers, you're losing. There are a few stats that can you can just like every game. Whenever there's like an upset, there's going to be at least one stat that you can find that was just completely lopsided. In this game, it was turnovers because it was 19 to eight. Okay. How do you uh, so, how do you say that guy's name? Adu Adai. How do you say his name? Adu. Adu. Him. Him. Him and Ziegler, we're not gonna let Tennessee lose that game. I swear. Okay, listen, yeah. Listen, hold on. The Before offense around Ziegler actually worked. Before any of no. y'all give Ziegler, Ziegler some kind of props, no, he's bad. Let's not act like zero ass the whole year. Okay, he's been mad. And it's <laughs> why is the offense around Ziegler? It's not me saying this because you know he's been actually bad. No, there are people out there. They literally want to sit there and go, Zakai Ziegler is the best player on that team. If you've watched any of their games, they have a bench player, and we've spoke about him oh three times, and we don't understand why he's not starting, and I guess he proved it to us this game. Tyreeky? Yeah, he went He went nine. He went over like, three, one for like, nine, but he played 27 season. minutes. There's a few things that you could just tell from every single Tennessee game, and one of them is just Zeller taking bad threes. I feel like the shot clock will run out, and it'll just do some combo dribble for a step back. And I, I'm willing to bet there are some Tennessee fans out there saying something like, 
well, if he wasn't like five foot four, then maybe he could actually score. Yo, yo, yo. Well, that, that's a that's a different topic. He can't help it. Yeah, but even then, you got to play with what you got. You're at a D1 college and a really good team at that. So if you're in this wanna... position, you should be able to at least score regardless of height because you're put here. I do want to know why they didn't give Vescovy more open shots for them three. Because he typically doesn't hit them. Okay, so well, he he went three, he for, that, three for six. Last he went three he for typically six. doesn't last hit them though. Last year when we were covering, like this used to be a Tennessee pod, and I hated every second of it. And I had to basically watch the Tennessee basketball games. Vescovy would be like fire one game and shit the next, and then turn comes into this season. I'm like, okay. It'll it'll be easy. I can cover Tennessee. We can get through their games fast. And then this year, he's like, "You want to know what would be better than like just lighting the court on fire and you know making all the shit in the fucking bed? That's what's gonna be better." He has all season long just literally not done shit. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I've opened shots. Everybody's gonna have a good shooting day at one point, but he typically doesn't like ever. I, I would honestly, like, I'd rather pick a random... Matter of fact, I would rather take overthrow Joe, give him a few, like, <laughs> days to learn the playbook, and then tell him, you have... Do you know how to flick your wrist? Congratulations, you have a better jump shot than Bescovy. Shit, him We're and you would in. be having a competition as to who could break the backboard first from just throwing it at that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I mean, Jackson's over here finna give me an M seizure fucking with his LED lights. Yeah, for the people right, listening on Spotify or any other platform besides YouTube, you can't tell, but Jackson is going back into his uh, vamp mode. His Cardi. The vamp so, it's what it is. <laughs> but uh, I think we need to move on because we've been talking about this game for this a, game. a while. So Yeah. Let's go we haven't even gone. We haven't even gone into the Saturday slate. That was like let's, a five minute. Well, let's go what, into boys, one. We of, got twenty five minutes, baby. Yeah. Let's go All into right, one of yeah. Jason's games that he's probably gonna never let us let down. Kentucky Tennessee. versus Mississippi State. Oh wait, what? 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 Boy, Tennessee at Kentucky. Tennessee at Kentucky. Oh, trust me, Luke. You missed a lot. We're going into Saturday now, brother. Wait. So wait, did we move back to Alabama and Tennessee after talking about Kentucky and Texas? No, yeah, yes. yeah. Because you wanted to well, take forever. You had to go well, offer your condolences and run across campus. And... I, I apologize. I guess I was really sympathizing with the Miller family because I thought they really needed it. If so, there's anybody again, that needs to be sympathized apologies. with and took, never mind. I'm not saying that. It's Tennessee no. because um, first off, remember how we were saying that uh, Zeke. Eagler can't shoot. Two for nine from three and two for ten from the field. Why do they let him shoot? Hold on, trash hold, on, hold on, hold on. Let's cover this game in a second. Another break. I'm tired of talking about Tennessee. We're not doing two back-to-back games for him. Let's go into South 30, Carolina 30.9, three-point percentage on the season. Bad they said, bid. no, bad the offense should be around him. LSU South Carolina, Carolina scored. Was the battle of the okay. okay. The, I will say hey, the one, one South Carolina. Uh, before I'll let Luke talk, but oh, you got it, you South got it. Carolina, uh, they scored their season high and they scored more against LSU than they did versus the FCS teams. That, that is really impressive. <laughs> okay. Impressive. Gigi Jacks. It's a joke. It's a That's joke. Sad. It's a joke. I know. I know. This showed this show, this game showed 
what magic South Carolina has at the guard position future-wise. Because not only did uh, Michi Johnson ball out, per usual, in all, all of South Carolina's wins, Michi Johnson is always hot. But Jacoby Wright, man, Jacoby Wright did amazing. He was the life behind the South Carolina offense. Uh, he was 5-for-8 from 3. He w- he had a hot start. He started off 3-3. Three and three. He led South Carolina to a start of a 15-5 and five run. And after that, South Carolina never lo- lost the breaks. I mean, Gigi Jackson finally clicked in the starting spot. And uh, he came back after a few games of really badness. South Carolina was winning so big at one point, they let their walk-ons in. I mean, just... And let me tell you one thing. You know when South, Carol- South Carolina is going to win big. When Bozeman's Verdonk has a career game by his means, two points, that's huge for him. Verdonk is so garbage. And he had a dunk. He never has dunks. He never starts. He is poverty. He is the worst player I have ever seen in my life. And he played decent defense for once. So you could really see the South Carolina offense click and... You can't regard of how Cam Hayes played. Cam Hayes played like he played amazing. 25 points. He was 4 for 8 from 3. He was the life behind LSU that kept them in this game till the end. This game looked close and uh LSU had some battles, but South Carolina came up and won and guaranteed themselves out of last place. Something nobody predicted in the preseason. Okay. Okay. So after Jackson reading the four thousand four hundred forty words of the U.S. Constitution, I'm gonna give my two cents on the issue. Um, so, bottom line is, when your starters hit fifteen threes, you're probably gonna win. When your starters have four, when four of your five starters have over ten points and two of them have twenty, you're probably gonna win. Pretty basic way of putting it. But also, I feel like one thing that not many people are going to talk about is they shared the ball. South Carolina passed a lot. You look at the 20, like you rarely see an SEC team get 20 assists because it's more of like individual talent. This is one of those games. That was a just, that was just a team win. In my opinion, may have not been the best defensive game, but that was a team win for South Carolina. Hey, let me tell you something. The offense really like, you could see the potential of chemistry there. Like, you could really see the chemistry with the offense. It felt like they actually clicked for once in the season. Like like the Kentucky game, like the Clemson game, we saw their potential. And uh, they really looked good in this matchup versus LSU. But again, it's LSU. They're probably the worst team in the conference right now. All right. Uh I, I have nothing to say about this game. South Carolina, I'm so proud of you for beating a very ass team. It it took a lot. I know it did. Because you had the same amount of rebounds as the shittiest team in the SEC. How does that right, happen? Big what? Oh, yeah. I said all right. Yeah. If Big Tiz don't trust you, motherfucker, all right. you better run. You want to move on? Yeah. <laughs> all, all right, right. so we'll go into the game that uh, shows what happens when you lose your one yeah. and only decent player. Uh, <laughs> Arkansas and Florida. Oh, no. Let's talk about how Arkansas... Yeah, they won this game. Yeah, Arkansas won this game, but they only shot 20% from three. They only (laughs) did take 10 threes, to be fair. The main point of concern is the fact that Arkansas took... I'm sorry, Florida took double the amount of threes they took and still shot less than them. They shot 19%. I mean, the, the shooting percentage for Florida was horrible. He shot under 40 from the field. Um, you got, got out-rebounded 40, 40 to 25. 
I mean, yeah. just you committed more fouls. I mean, did I think you got more turnovers? Yeah, you did. Twelve to nine. It, literally every stat, you essentially you lost. I mean, it just Florida without Castleton is an awful team. Okay. I mean, I already thought that they weren't a great team, but this just made things ten times worse for them. You all hear that, right? So when I was I in high school, our coach always used to tell us the paint is like the door of your house. Don't let anybody in that you don't want in your house. Florida. Why I don't the think fuck they are you letting that. these strangers in? Did your parents I mean, not teach you? Or did your parents not teach you? One, don't talk to strangers. Two, this is... Hold on. Let me make sure real quick. Where were they? Were they playing in Arkansas at least? Like at They were playing in Arkansas, yeah. Okay. Still. Come on. So your team is so one-dimensional that the second your only good player gets hurt, mm-hmm. you just fall to shit? I mean, they already weren't good. So, I mean, they were winning only the games because of Castleton, so it makes sense. But I will admit, the one small thing I could give them credit for is... Arkansas is a underrated team. They got most of their injured players back, and they have a decent bench. Like, for example, Graham off their bench had a career-high 26 points. Or actually, it might not be a career-high, but it was for sure a year-high. And when you have Nick Smith back, playing with Walsh, Black, and Davis, I mean, and Ricky Council, but you're going, you're going to see um, improvement. When you have all your players, you're going to see a decent team because they were supposed to be a ranked team. So it's it's good that they finally defended home court like how they've been how they should have this whole, you know, year. But I blame I say this is like 60 percent of this is on Arkansas for winning the game. And the other 40 is just on a Castleton less Florida team. I mean, it just uh, uh, I, I I already had a tough time watching Florida games because they were very dull except for the occasional dunk, but this just made it worse. All right, like, boys. Yeah. We got 10 minutes. Let's get through these next couple of games real quick. They're all blowouts besides Auburn and Vanderbilt, which was our oh, game of the week. And it blowouts. No, no they're not. Texas A&M in Missouri. No, oh, wait. My bad. I forgot. I'm slow. My bad. What do you mean you <laughs> forgot? I, I was looking at the wrong, I was looking at the wrong like slate. I was looking at like Saturday like two weeks ago. My oh, bad. I'm not in some kind of episode, but All right, let's get into Mississippi State at Ole Miss, baby. Ole Miss loses another game because they can't finish to save their life. Nobody, nobody can't. Yeah. Teller Smith is massive, man. I right, let me tell you something. Oh, Mississippi State would have no nothing without Teller Smith. What did you mean by that, Jackson? What did Please you mean by that? Teller Smith is massive. Yes, man, massive. My finger is getting tired from hitting this sand. Stop. <laughs> but real quick, I just had to say. Mississippi State starting lineup has consistently gotten better shooting, except for from three. They're still absolutely horrendous from three. But everything 16%. else they've gotten better at, especially Cameron Matthews. I think I like, I like to call him a jack of all trades because he can kind of do it all. When he needs to score, he scores. He needs to play defense, he plays defense. Whatever the team needs him to do, he does. And 
He was no, I just they won. I just feel bad for the Ole Miss fans, man. Like only seeing three threes versus your in-state rival at home. You were three for twenty-two. You had thirty-two rebounds to forty-six. How do how do you play that bad? How how do you play that bad? It's only it's only Morell. It, it it is only him and Breakfield. Besides them, they have no no offense at all. I I, I don't even see their bench being good. Ty has I mean, been horrible lately. Ty was supposed to be decent, but then he just decided, yeah, okay. I had my two games, okay, so Jackson, I'm, I'm gonna quit. You're like their offense isn't good, their bench isn't good. What what about their D? <laughs> it, it's not that. It's not really good. Really? What do you mean by that? It sucks balls. Sucks. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> what did you mean by that, Jackson? That sucks balls. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Next game, probably the game of the week, Alabama versus Georgia. Uh, Jackson, you want to start ass. us off? No, I'll start I'm being us sarcastic. Off. I'll start us off with I'm this one, David. Hey, th- hey, I'm glad we didn't do this as uh, our marquee matchup. Shit. God, man. Jesus Dude, Christ. When you're telling me at halftime, this game is 54-25. If any of you are diehard Bama or Georgia fans, and you do not cut that shit off and go outside <laughs> and do something with your life, you wasted so much damn time. There was no You lost by 50. There's no comeback about to happen. Bama fans, you knew you were going to win before you even, like, thought about this game. It's Georgia. They're ass. <laughs> Uh, Georgia got reba- got out rebounded forty nine to twenty six. That might be you one a- of the largest mo- margins we've seen in the SEC all year. You've uh, let a guy who's named after a chip brand drop a light twenty and twelve on your head. I mean, what else do we have to say? You just Sears <laughs> went off, Miller went off, Clowney was solid, um, Pringle, the guy. I mean, just he. Again, I'd said he played good. Griffin was a very good bench piece. They just, just I, Jesus Christ, they Bama! Didn't I mean, even like, sell it out. Only ninety-three percent of the stadium was full. I'm not what gonna lie. I hell? think Georgia just decided that, just like Tennessee, we're gonna sell our souls for football and football only. Like they made a lifetime contract with the devil, saying, "All right, we're gonna have a good football team, good football program every year." But every other sport's going to be bad. Because if you didn't know, they dropped a game against uh, Jacksonville State, my horrified team, in baseball. So you kind of just suck it close to everything except for, you know, football. Yeah, I watched that game live. Like, like I was watching that game, and I was... A, we got your damn score there, updates every if, time. If there, if there is any person who knows how much the dogs suck... It's Jackson. Dude, it was so funny. It was so funny watching their, like, supposed ace uh, just get killed. He got murdered by Jacksonville State. I don't understand how we found a way to segue into this again, but I guess since it's... Oh, yeah, my bad, my bad. (laughs) So, it's funny that we talk about murder and the Alabama basketball program in the same... uh, Oh, my God. (laughs) 
I'm done. Let's go ahead and take it to the next game. Play the crickets. Run the crickets. No, just take it to the next game. I'm tired of this soundboard. <laughs> Please. Texas A&M. Okay, all right. Texas A&M in Missouri. Missouri's lost. been on a cold streak these last few games. They've been, they, uh, <laughs> besides the Tennessee game, they've been kind of sucking. Yeah. <laughs> besides Kirby Brown. Stop saying that, bro. And as soon as he said that they start sucking, Kozo joins in with the dumbass talk. <laughs> I can't. Kobe oh, Brown God. played great, but Wade nobody Taylor else did. Well. Wade Taylor did what it, did his thing. Um, Dennis, you you, you also your played your. You did your. Jo- Jackson knows a thing or two about jobs. Uh. <laughs> Radford, you played solid. I mean, just the, <laughs> the main uh, thing I need to say about this game was there was one stat in particular that was pretty interesting, and it was forty-one to twenty-three. That was in rebounds. Look God, at that. man! Uh, just another large differential in getting the boards. Quite interesting, and you know what's even more interesting? Texas A and M had. 21 turnovers. Missouri only had um 12, but you had 21 and you still won by nearly 10 away. away. Like I I don't understand that. Yeah. I I have no idea either. It is massive. Wade Taylor, he was the really was big input. I swear to God, I swear to God, I swear to God, you used the soundboard one time. I'm not meaning that that way. Dennis, Taylor, they were them. Move on to the next game. Missouri sucks. And move on to Tennessee at Kentucky. I swear to God. I'm about... Oh, God, bro. Jackson, just, just start us off hey, with this game. Kentucky Tennessee. owns Tennessee. Tennessee is Kentucky's son. They... Hey, they have their balls on their face. Uh, you can just do the sound now. Kentucky Kentucky has their nuts all on Tennessee right now. Beating them home and away. He's not wrong, though, the side thing. Like, this was just this was just a battle of who wanted the win more. And Kentucky simply won that battle. Kentucky uh, said, we might suck against poverty teams, but versus Tennessee, we're going to dominate. We're selling soul. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I feel like regardless of how, you know, impressive Kentucky is on the season, whenever you have to go and play at their home court, that's something barely any team can win at. It is incredibly hard to win at a home floor for Kentucky just because they... Even though Georgia and South Carolina made it look like it was nothing. I pulled the Jackson. Yeah, I did. Okay. Point Wait, is, no, my bad. Arkansas and South Carolina made them look like they have no home field advantage at all. But that's true. Oh. I mean, it just—it's interesting I because I, every time I feel like yo, I was waiting again. for that. I was waiting for that. Oh, he no. said both of them if would win. Was, win if there was do. one thing to point out about this, you know how many fouls Tennessee committed in that game? 25 25 point or fouls that you're not winning games when you commit 25 fouls simple as that I, mean, I know i keep narrowing it down to one stat to simplify this but really it's easy to do that 
And also, just the the main point to know is Tennessee shot bad. I mean, you shot twenty two percent from Tennessee, three. You are ass. Okay, get it together. You're gonna be a first round exit this year, as like every Correct. year. Correct. Uh, finally, I tell y'all once again. Wait, hold on, wait. I predicted this entire series for both of these teams for this entire back, week. Back to what I was going to say earlier, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ziegler, what happened? You he shot too much in the green. Two for the <laughs> <laughs> That might be the quote of the day. Oh, that's good. That's a good analogy. But you, Ziegler, you played bad. Um... I, I mean, I know you shot. Everybody shot bad from three, but it feels like every single time there's a bad three-point shooting day, it typically comes from uh, from Ziegler. I feel like I feel like you just take down the SEC's three-point percentage so greatly whenever you touch the floor. Like, I'm gonna be real. If you were another two inches, if you were hard for him to touch the floor. If you were another two inches shorter, you'd be currently making my burger that I'm about to order from McDonald's. Why not yeah, probably. They've been in your ear all fucking year. Hey, let's get into the marquee matchup of the week because Tennessee sucks. This was a great yeah. game. Vander, v- th- well, from what? the start, this was the beautiful. We have two minutes to go through this when y'all better run. Hey, well, Vanderbilt well, has him. Joel Embiid. This was the battle between Robinson <laughs> and, uh, and Broom. And again, two big men played well. Broom with the respectable twenty-two. Yeah, but that's actually a pretty good point. Yeah. Um, an interesting uh thing to point out is Auburn shot ten free throws, but Vanderbilt shot twenty-seven. Like, I'm not saying God. this was a home court advantage, but was this a home court advantage? Liam Robin shot twenty free throws by himself. He saw he shot okay. twice oh the amount gosh. of free throws as the entire I didn't Auburn even realize team. that. Okay. He my shot question, twenty free throws. My question: Where the fuck was Broom at the end of the game? He was not on the court. Probably. I have no he idea. He fouled out. He fouled out. Yeah. He oh no, he didn't. He had four. He had four fouls. He didn't foul out. Maybe after seeing so that he was getting to the twenty free throw mark, they just decided you're not the answer. All right, but Luke, because Jack uh, can't do it on his own, I need you to do the sign off for me. Uh, no worries. So, a uh, couple sponsors that we need to shout out. Obviously, first Dubby. Um, I feel like Jack or Jason has provided them with like five percent of their business because of how much he purchases from uh, from their store. I'll admit they have some That's pretty good products. Sponsorship. They didn't. They didn't and like contact us. Just, I literally just bullshit. There, there have been times where I've heard uh, Jason was mixing alcohol and Dubby to create some like wonder drink, and I feel like that's and what I gives him the takes he gives today. Every game right last yep. week. So maybe if you want to be like Jason, predict all the games right. Do exactly what I just said. Get a bottle of Jack Daniels and take some dragon fruit Dubby and make your have yourself a party. Dubby Nordic and then your other that statement that can result in a lifelong uh, disability, and we are not liable for the mixture of alcohol or. Alcohol Obviously, we are joking. We are joking. Another point. Um, wow. Another point to mention is uh, check out SeatGeek. You can use your code V2 Sports, capital V and S, for twenty dollars off your first order. 
it's really nice whenever you're having to purchase a ticket ticket for say a twenty grand Taylor Swift concert. You could take off twenty whole dollars for that. It's absolutely no, no, beautiful. Twenty percent of that is a thousand. So it's oh, you said it's twenty percent. Yes. Oh, my no, no, apologies. No, it, is, it is twenty dollars. Never mind. SeatGeek stingy as shit. I was about to say I was yeah twenty bucks, but still that actually could go a long way when you are purchasing say a ticket to the Atlanta Hawks game for sixty bucks. But I would say go check it out, and every time you need to use the code, make a new account. It's quite simple to make just a fake email for a one-time use. I promise you, I've done it many times with this, and it works. But as uh, oh, ja- I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna oh, give oh, the Jackson oh, quote oh, for the oh, oh yeah, oh, oh, I got one. I got a couple things to say. Um, one, as you always know, V2 Sports is the best place to get all SEC sports on tap. And second off, as a huge <laughs> shout out to one of our members, aka Noah, um, Kyle, you get no bitches, and you can continue. Uh, well, as we like, to, as Jackson likes to say, good morning, good evening, and good night. Keep it classy from the V2 crew.